sometimes we just don't know whether a question is high quality or not until we see the evidence or the thoughts that follow it. Welcome to Sincerely Future You, a podcast for female entrepreneurs looking to scale their business by mastering their time, money, and drama. I'm your host, Jessica McKinley, founder of What's Happening Coaching, a life coaching program that helps ambitious women like you make decisions today with the future you in mind. Sup, hapsters? We're getting feisty today. We're talking about high quality questions versus low quality questions. What does that mean? I'm going to tell you. But before I tell you, we're going to shout out a Hapster of the Week. Hapster of the Week this week is Sabrina. Sabrina is a photographer and she came into this with so many questions, some of which were high quality questions, a lot of which were low quality questions, which is so typical of anyone that comes to coaching, right? You're not used to asking your brain high quality questions and monitoring to see what your brain does with that question. So like you just feel at the mercy of yourself. You're like, sometimes I'm feeling great and I'm feeling on fire and I'm feeling inspired. And other times I'm not. And you think it's just who you are. Like there's something wrong with you if you're not feeling inspired. And I'm like, if you're not feeling motivated or inspired or another emotion that you want to feel in your business, it's because you're not actively asking yourself high quality questions to prompt your brain to start like looking for more evidence that you are capable of whatever result you're trying to achieve. So it was the perfect week to shout out Sabrina because I've been watching her use this particular tool to self-coach herself during the week in between our sessions. Like she comes to the sessions with so many high quality questions that she just gets like two sessions worth out of one session. I don't really think of it like that, but I, I do think that sometimes you can just have a session that changes the way you think permanently. And that usually comes from asking yourself a question that had never even occurred to you before. So what I'm finding is that she's using coaching. Like I encourage all of my clients to do, which is, but they don't always do, which is to in between sessions, like run models, get your thoughts outside of your head so that you can look at them and ask yourself like what, what you're making all of this mean the same way you would, if you were coaching someone, or if I was coaching you, right? Like use that same skill on yourself, but you have to get the thoughts out of your brain. So she's been running models, taking notes, journaling in our portal, um, coaching, you get your own portal where we have whiteboards, where we work on really uh, focus projects and numbers. We track your metrics, but you also have this tool called journals where you can either journal each day or on something that you learned in a session or journal along as you are uh, just working out on something that we're working on so that I can see what you're working on. And she's come to so many conclusions and aha moments in between the two sessions, particularly want to shout her out for watching a group session and noticing in watching a replay of a group, how she's like, I've never been able to see so clearly than when another client of mine was talking about their problem 
what she's been doing to herself. And that's one of the beautiful things about group coaching, which is a part of the program for all of my one-on-one clients right now and will be full-time in January. Group coaching is that your brain is not on the defense. It's not like looking to like be like, but this is why I'm doing this, right? Like you're just watching someone else get coached. And so we can see where other people have flawed thinking and thought errors like that where we can't really see it with ourselves. And so group coaching, you get to see, oh my God, I'm doing this. And she noticed it and she journaled about it. And she asked herself a high quality question. Well, why am I doing that? And what do I want to change? What do I want to do differently? So shout out to you, Sabrina. You've only, she's only been coaching for less than a month and already coming at it with the attitude of a killer. I love it. All right, girl, keep getting it. Now a little catch up. I really, I think last episode, I updated you a little bit on the projects of the house. They're still going, but I did want to update you on my wallpaper. So uh, if you watch the YouTube channel, you can see, and if you don't, you're going to be, feel really left out, but actually I did post it to my Instagram once on my story. So go over there. If you don't already follow at what's happening, WJS, but I love an accent wall and I love like a little bit this like tongue in cheek kitsch style where it's like a little bit outrageous. And I'm like, no one else in their right mind would ever think about putting this in their house, but I'm going to do it with taste and flair. And so we got these sunny side up like fried egg blue wallpaper for one little wall in the kitchenette where we're um, building some benches and I'm so excited about it. So that's really the update on the house. Other than that, still things going swimmingly, slowly, but surely. Calvin still has not thrown anything that shouldn't go down the laundry chute down the laundry chute, which has been my biggest fear. Um, but overall it's going well being a homeowner. I know you heard my, my like woes about like where first word problems about being scared about owning a house and it being too much work and all the things, but I'm really enjoying it. So loving it. Okay. So today I want to define it, right? What is a high quality question so that, you know, So the way I define it is that a high quality question is a question that we ask ourselves that sets our brain to task to find useful thoughts and evidence to help us create a result. So that was a mouthful. I'm just going to repeat it. High quality question is a question we ask ourselves that sets our brain to task to find useful thoughts and evidence that will help us create a result that we want to create versus a low quality question, which is a question that you're usually your brain feeds you that you don't even question. You just take and you swipe right and you just dive into this thought that sets your brain to task, compiling evidence and thoughts that don't help you create the result you want. So uh, it's crazy because just this simple distinction and knowing and being aware of if you're asking yourself higher, low quality questions will change your life for the rest of your life. Literally, if you just take this one tool and you start doing it this week and you're like, okay, I'm asking myself this question. Is that a good question? High quality or low quality? You will find like, oh my gosh, if I'm asking myself all these low quality questions, of course, I'm not creating the results that I want to create because your brain does not have any of the evidence that's going to help you take action, right? Of course, you're not showing up to that action consistently, or you're showing up out of desperation or whatever it is. So we're going to start having a segment on this show called 
HQQ, high quality questions, where I feature your real questions that when answered helps lay the foundation for creating your dreams, your dream business, your dream life. I want to hear all about it. So right now, what I want you to do, unless you're driving or in the shower, don't get electrocuted. I don't think you can get electrocuted from your phone in the shower, but just don't do it. Anyway, if you are driving, you can pull over permission to pull over. It's that important. And follow me on Instagram. If you're not already at what's happening, W H A T S H A P P Y N I N G W Jess and DM me or comment on a show post or story with your high quality questions so that I can feature you on the show so that we can deep dive into it. Even if you have a question that you haven't yet answered, I can kind of explain to you, or you're not sure whether it's high quality or low quality, we can answer it right on the show. So I would love to have that. But in case this is totally new to you, I wanted to give you some examples of high quality questions versus low quality questions. So you can start to uh, distinguish them. Also, like, I'm going to stop saying high quality questions. It's like such a mouthful. Okay. Number one, how am I ever going to get this done? Or why do I always run out of time? Those are low quality questions that usually lead to exasperation. Like if I'm saying them, I'm definitely not even thinking about answering them, right? They're just like this hypothetical, terrible, woe is me question of like, oh my God, how am I ever going to get this done? It's just like creates nothing good versus how can I do less and create more value? I started asking myself that question when I started to get more clients and really felt like my only clear option was going to be to have my son less. And I didn't want to do that. Like I have keep Monday and Friday afternoons. My son's still four and I keep Monday and Friday afternoons. He only goes to school for three hours and I still have him those days. And as I was gaining more and more clients, I was like, I can't fit them in. Like, how am I going to do this? I don't even have the hours in the day. So when I ask myself that question, that exact question led me to drop my session times from an hour to 45 minutes, which freed up three hours of downtime and 30 minutes for answering questions for my clients slash delegating value adding projects to my assistants. And then 30 minutes of revenue generating and business building activities. Right. And so it was crazy because what it also led me to believe it helped me stumble upon more thoughts. So like, how can I add more value? I started to think, how would it be in my client's best interest for their sessions to be 45 minutes? Like, oh my gosh, I've accidentally taught them that more time with me equals more value instead of high quality 45 minutes with me plus more time for them to go and apply it is actually the most valuable thing that they can have from me. And time with me doesn't equal more value. Aha moments and the tools that they learn one time, the more they practice them and apply them, they need me less. So this one question helps me like uncover all of the ways that I was thinking too small and not empowering my clients to get their own results and to depend on time with me. So I started seeing all of these other areas in which people were asking me questions and I was, I was answering them because I had this thought, Oh wow. Yeah. Or I want to give them more time with me. Cause that's, what's valuable. Now I don't have that thought. I'm like, yeah, answer that question for yourself. Or, you know, if you really haven't figured it out by the time we get to our session, then I'll answer it. But it helps me get 
less in this emergency responsiveness and out of this like fire putting out phase of my business. So that came from that high quality question. Here's another example. So low quality would be, how can I prove I'm the most qualified candidate for this opportunity, which might sound familiar if you listen to last episode's shout out for Setchiel versus how can I better understand the results that they're looking for and then over deliver on it? So I think that in this case with the quality, we have to like ask ourselves, am I kind of looking at about, am I making this about me or am I really in showing up in service of the opportunity of the client of the other person? Right. So in this case, the, the question is about like showing up to the interview. She's asking like, how can I prove that I'm the most qualified candidate for this opportunity? And I was like, it's not a really good question because it's coming from this belief that you're not. Because what would you believe and what would you ask if you were the most qualified candidate? You wouldn't need to prove anything at all. You'd just be more curious about what they're doing because you'd be like, I know that I'm the most qualified person for this. So like, tell me what you need so I can see if we're a good fit. And then that question was able to spill out of her when we started asking higher quality questions. Like, how would you show up if you already were the, if you believed you already were the most highly qualified candidate? for that job or for that opportunity or for an event, or if you're a freelancer, whatever it is, I think that this will really help you guys to, to stumble upon more and more and more high quality questions. Usually that's how it works. A third example. And final example is how do I make sure that all of my clients are satisfied? Oh my gosh. I hear this question from you guys all the time. And there's a problem with it. It's low quality because it is all about what your clients are thinking and feeling. It's when you're trying to be responsible for how they think and feel, which is just none of the world works. Unfortunately, we cannot manipulate our clients into feeling satisfied. However, I can tell you that when you try and show up out of integrity to people, please a client, when you already have done what you believe is the right thing. And then you undermine that decision. They respect you less and less. (laughs) This is what I know. Or if they do in the end become satisfied, what you end up doing is attracting more low quality clients, clients that aren't really your best bet. And then resenting your business because you're like, Oh, I think these clients, they just like, they ask me for so much. And I'm like, I wonder why because you keep giving it to them and then acting like it's their fault. Like I would do this too, right? Like a client would ask for a Friday or they would text me at like 10 PM on like a Saturday, a question I would respond. And it's like, no, I don't respond to that now. And I don't apologize for it. And if a client really feels like they need me around the clock, they're not my ideal client. Right. And I say that with love for them. Just like, no, that's not the business that I want to be running. So the high quality question here is how can I continue to evaluate my product or service and improve while still staying in love, compassion, and integrity with the decisions that I'm making in my business? That's a fucking high quality question right there. It's like, you don't have to have and or questions. It doesn't have to be like, okay, like no, or questions. That's the word. It, it doesn't have to be, oh, how can I either 
satisfy my clients or be like, fuck them. I don't really care what they think. I'm just going to do what I want. It's like, no, how can I consider their opinions and evaluate in a way that like helps me improve while also honoring and saying in integrity with the decisions that I made based on what I thought was the best decision at the time. Right. So how can you have both? So if this is a totally new concept for you, here are a few ways, three ways specifically, how you can adopt high quality questions into your way of life right now. Number one, decide the results that you want to create and then reverse engineer it. So for example, if you want more time, you want to say, okay, in order to get more time, what do I need to think in order to be the person who has more time? What do people that have more time believe? Or if the result is you want a result from your staff, it's like, what does someone who gets already gets these results from their staff believe about them, about their staff? And you're asking it about the person who already has that result. It could even be future you. So number two is check whose business you're in. I love this one. Um, There is an author, Byron Katie. She's the author of Loving What Is. I've talked about her, I think, before on the podcast, but she uh, talks about like people's business. So she's like, are you asking questions? Are you in your business where you're saying like, oh, what do I think, feel, want to do, create? Am I in other people's business? Which was the second example where you're like, oh, okay, uh, how do I or the third example about a satisfied client. Am I worried about their thoughts and feelings? Am I trying to manipulate what someone else thinks or is going to do, or am I in God's business? Am I asking questions about things that I really have cannot predict and cannot know? Like, am I thinking about, well, will it rain on this wedding day of this event that I'm trying to do? And like, And are you stressing out about something that literally is impossible to know, right? So we would just want to make sure if you're asking a high quality question, it's only when you're in your business. If you're in other people's business, if you're in God's business, it's automatically a low quality question because it's going to drive you to try and control the uncontrollable. And then the third final way to check and see if your question is high quality is to answer it. Sometimes we just don't know whether a question is high quality or not until we see the evidence or the thoughts that follow it. So this happens all the time. And my clients like act like I'm the genius. And I'm like, you just aren't answering your question. Like they ask the question. They're like, oh my gosh, I don't know. Should I like, (laughs) I use this example because it's so simple. But one of my clients one time she was moving in a couple of weeks and she was like, should I set up my office? Like, I feel so disorganized. Should I set up my like printer in my office in, in this house, even though we're moving in three weeks. And I was just like, well, okay. What do you want to do? Do you want to live in chaos? Can you make everything work? And will it be worth it for you to not do it? Or how long is it going to take for you to set up your printer? Could you take 30 minutes and set up your office properly and another 10 minutes to break it down for three weeks of organization and clarity? And when we asked in that high quality way and she just answered it, she was like, oh yeah, like I want to set it up. And I was like, how much time have you spent weeks? Like literally she had spent like a full, I think two weeks being like, oh, should I, should I not? Should I, should I not? And they're just not answering it. It's like, 
make a decision for the love of God, right? So answer the question and then you'll see whether you're asking in a way that is just prompting you to get more confused or more down on yourself or to believe that you're less capable than you need to believe you are in order to achieve something. All right, my friends, that is it for high quality questions. You're going to hear more about this HQQ. It's going to be coming up, but in order to be involved, please go uh, and DM me on Instagram, or, you know, you can actually write it into the reviews uh, right on the podcast itself in iTunes. And of course you can put it in the YouTube comments. If you're watching this on the YouTube video. All right, you loveies have a beautiful weekend and I'll talk to you next week. Hey, Hapsters, if you want to learn more about today's topic, head over to whatshappening.com forward slash podcast. That's what's happening, W-H-A-T-S-H-A-P-P-Y-N-I-N-G.com forward slash podcast. If you're a business owner and you're resonating with what we talk about here, what are you even doing? Come hang out with me over where the party's at on Instagram at what's happening, W-Jess. Again, that's happy. H-A-P-P-Y-N-I-N-G and book a discovery call to see if coaching is your next best step.